You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. GMAD. Don is a pastor with 40 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you are. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. <laughs> good morning, Alex. How are you doing? <laughs> so far, so good. Good. Glad to hear it. Christmas season is fully upon us now. Fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pressing we're, even. Yeah. We're in that like stress moment, making sure we got all this stuff together, mm-hmm. planning dinners and get-togethers. Yeah. And phone, phone calls from kids that are all of a sudden coming home. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. I, I'm excited for you. That must be... Are you pumped about that? Oh, yeah. 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 Just means cleaning house. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Getting areas for sleeping and... Mm-hmm. You know. Are you uh, more excited to see your kids or your grandkids? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't, you don't have to answer. You don't have to answer. Wouldn't have the grandkids without the kids. Right. I asked my all that. She goes, I love you just as, just a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. Um, just a little like uh, uh, housekeeping or whatever, but we do have a Christmas Eve service on... Here, here at Westchester Community yep. Church. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, singing all the songs... The Christmas songs in the church. I mean, it's it's been one of the best. It's the most awesome service. It's the one I look forward to the most for sure. And the music is the bigger part of our evening service. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It takes up a lot of it. I know my wife will be singing, which yes, that's my favorite part. Special music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, join us. It's at seven. Please. Right. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. The 24th of December, which is Christmas Eve. That's right. And it happens to be Sunday evening. So, you know, you don't have anything else planned. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Come on out. Church in the morning. Take a little nap. Eat a little lunch. Lord willing. Come back and celebrate with <laughs> us. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. It's a good thing for families. Yeah. Yep. Um, we do have more TMAG questions, so a lot of this isn't going to be, you know, holiday theme or ho, ho, ho. Christmas theme okay. or focused, but it is focused on Jesus. So It is focused. Um. That's the more important part of that, too, right? Amen. Yes. Um, Bring it all back to Jesus. Right. Um, so th- this question came from uh, Hillcrest. Uh, and is is there marriage in heaven? No. No marriage in heaven? Mm-mm. Jesus says that. Okay. Yeah. Matthew 19, is it? Yeah. There is no giving or there is no marriage in heaven. Doesn't mean you won't recognize your mouth, your uh, spouse when you get there, mm-hmm. but there's no marriage in heaven. Uh, not everyone can accept this word. We're finding it. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I thought it was right there. My eyes That's aren't fine. falling on it. It is pretty early for us, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. But what, what Jesus does is he's given a, a question about divorce, mm-hmm. and uh, the question is, uh, so whose wife will this be? So a man marries a woman, he dies, she marries the brother, because you know that's sort of the way they did it in the Old Testament. And, uh, and uh, he dies, and she marries the next one, and marries all seven brothers, and he... And he uh, theme there that might have made a tv show oh yeah uh, and uh then when she dies whose wife is she yeah and jesus response is you know you won't in, in heaven there 
you won't be given in marriage mm-hmm. in heaven. And it's, it's different. And people aren't getting the idea. And uh, I thought it was right there in 19. It isn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Once in a while. I know. You I've, get me. I've, I've gotten the question before that kind of falls, you know, I think why this, maybe why this question is, is, is brought up or asked you know, the, these awesome feelings that we have are these strong feelings for love, you know, for like our children or our spouses or family members. Like, are we going to get to be with them and experience that feeling again? Because that's really at the, you know, at the root of the question is, are we going to get to experience that love for those people in heaven? Well, and that's, yeah, yeah. you are because that love's all over heaven. Yeah. It, it's not just limited to the spouse, but you're, you're actually... That that's if you get to chapter uh, twenty one and twenty two of Revelation, it's like Jesus and His love lights heaven. Right, God is the light of heaven, mm-hmm. and uh, that that light. I mean, we don't always make the correlation between light and love, yeah. but you know, when you're loved, you're a lot lighter. I mean, it it does something to us. It mm-hmm. brightens us to be loved. Yeah. Yep. Illuminates us to be loved. I'm frustrated. I can't find that right off the top of my head. That's right. We'll, we'll figure it out after we tape this. We'll put it in the uh, okay. show notes. Show notes. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah. So you just have to hit the info button or something and, and see stuff there. Um, the next question is, how do you get ready for when Jesus returns? So in the Christmas season, we're getting ready for celebrating the birth of Jesus, but how would we get ourselves ready for when Jesus returns? I think that's a constant process for us as Christians because it doesn't just make... I mean, we make our decision to follow Christ, and salvation is ours, and we have the assurance of salvation. But getting ready for when Jesus comes is almost a question of discipleship. And what does... How, how, how much of our life have we honed towards looking like Jesus. Yeah. I mean, Christian means that we are little Christs. Right. means that somehow we reflect Jesus in what we say and do. And that's called Christian discipleship and something that we grow in. Uh, some of the... Uh, I mean, we do su- church Sunday school and things like that to try to teach those things. There are some more uh, focused programs like Deeper, Deeper Walk, and uh, Marcus uh, Warner has that uh, focus in mm-hmm. deeper walk and its discipleship. Uh, there are other discipleship uh, modes out there, and we do just the very best we can. Yeah, I think sometimes we beat ourselves and say, "Well, I'm not quite ready for heaven." Yeah. Well, are you saved? Yes. Well, you're ready for that part. Yep. Uh, in First Corinthians chapter three, uh, verses ten, following ten to fifteen. Paul starts talking about there is no foundation other than that which is already laid in Jesus Christ. That's 10. And that's salvation. Mm-hmm. And then we are given the privilege to build upon it. Right. With gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or straw. No, no. That's, anyway, there are three consumables and four non-consumables. Okay. And so, how are you building your life? Right. And if it's built on the salvation that you have in Jesus Christ, that's a good starting point. That's a foundation. But how are you building from there? Right. And does it does it uh, reflect the kingdom of God? Or does it reflect your own little kingdom? Right. 
Yeah. And you don't get to be done building. You don't get to be done. Yeah, I'm still well, building. Well, I guess you do. Well, but. yeah. Our last breath is when we're done. Right, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you feel like, uh, I, I guess I, I remember kind of when I was like a, you know, really just in love with God, you know, in college, kind of that like second rebirth. Zeal. Wow, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And man, I built up, you know, built up this foundation and, and house and, and all this structure so quickly. And it's like, all right, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. You know, as time on, passes, Jesus. you're like, come on, let's go. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, okay. Now, what are you okay. waiting for? Right. Yeah. You Wait. want me to keep, all yeah. right, okay, so the windows are starting to leak a little bit here, but, you know, uh, it's still ready. Uh, I still got to keep working on it. Cause, mm-hmm. And then sometimes you don't want to do that maintenance, and you just want to have that be, like, good enough. And that's why every once in a while we need revival. That's we right. need to revive our faith, mm-hmm. um, uh, freshen it up. That's right clean the corners and cobwebs out of the corners of our lives and, and uh, confess our sins, and he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins. That's right. And cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. So confession is a part of that discipleship. Yes, yeah, yeah. Every Very day. important, yeah. Sometimes that kind of, it comes a little difficult for some people, that confession part of it, but if you bring those things, you know, to Jesus in prayer, you know, even it'll even help your relationships in the real world. Just having that, like I, like I think I said, you know, last year my New Year's, I think I proposed it as like a suggestion for, you know, just one o'clock, set an alarm on your phone and just take some time to give just thanks. Don't ask God for anything, but just give thanks. And that translates into the real world. You know, I'm much more open, you know, saying thankful for mm-hmm. things, you know, everywhere I go. If you do that confession part too, that really helps in your, in your relationships with people too. It does. Yeah. It really does. It changes our mindset. Mm-hmm. And that's all that the Bible's working on yeah. is to change our mindset from ourselves to God, and that translates in everything we say and do. Yeah. Uh, I'm touched by some of our, our young young people are working in our old our nursing homes. Oh, yeah. And what's interesting is they give testimony to those who people who are in the nursing home who can't do anything else mm-hmm. but be nice. Right. And they just have such a good time yeah. with those older folks that they're caring for who are nice. Yes. That's, yeah. Yes. That's so great, too. Yeah. So, you know, we think, you know, when we get so old that we can't do anything for the kingdom anymore, but we can, even in our nursing home when we can't hardly move around, or we can be nice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And it makes an impression. That's right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. <clears throat> um, this next one. Um. Uh, where did I find that? I'm sorry, guys. I kind of just did like a blank look at this, at these questions here. All right. Why did Moses not get a second chance when other people in the Bible got many chances? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. And one I've wrestled with several times. The the fact that that Moses was always leading God's people. And he was in this, this mode of listening to God very carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it was God's way of saying, hey, I'm serious about this. Yeah. I really want you to listen close. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you're an example right. that you need to listen close. We've done wonderful things with you, Moses, through you, Moses. But yeah, it's got to be clear. Yeah, it was he's trying to set like an example 
I think it was, sometimes I wonder about that, but that sometimes it doesn't. How unfair that was to Moses, yeah, not to get to the other side of the Jordan. The whole part about our religion is just that personal relationship. But, you know, you do kind of see, you know, the Bible is full of, like, examples, right? Right. Good and bad. But you also know that Moses was taken care of in mm-hmm. his last moments by God. Right. God buried him. Yeah. There's not too many that can say that. Right. And only God knows where he's buried. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it seems if we come at it from the human side that he was uh, a little harder on Moses. Yeah. But you know what? God's going to be a little harder on leaders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's biblical. Yep, as it should be. Not, you know, don't ex- want to be a teacher unless you're ready to be a teacher and, right. and go through all the... the uh, God holds teachers to a different yeah, level. Absolutely. Yep. Different, uh, different measure, that's right. if you will. Yeah. If you hold any little bit of influence over somebody, I mean, you could... Could you be considered a teacher at that Could. point? Okay. Yeah. Anytime you're influencing someone else, yeah. you're considered a teacher. Yeah. And I know there's some... Uh, Somebody just sh- shook right. out there, yeah, I yeah. think. You know, oh, exactly. oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of... And I think that's what the root of that word it, it, in the translation applies to, is like, is the not the teacher status. Right. Right. But it, we know that the influence you have, that teacher status goes into that. So that's that's what it's doing. That's the action you're having is your that influence. So it is. And that's that's a tricky one too. Because it almost seems like then everyone has that. Exactly. Yeah. And always somebody's looking up to you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the role of a teacher. Yeah. And I think in this time we don't have a lot of really stellar examples. Yeah. I mean, Billy Graham's gone. He mm-hmm. did a good job. And I, even at that, he had some foibles. Right. Uh, but he was a good man. Right. Uh, met several of his staff and, and worked. Uh, it, yeah, I just was really impressed. Yeah, I agree. With he and his organization and how he worked things. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, we don't have stellar examples in this period. And... Uh, I think we need to realize people are looking up to us. We need to look up to somebody else to pull our for, ourselves forward. Yeah. And uh, always be challenged to get closer to God. Absolutely. I think that's good. Uh, Don, will you pray us out? I can do that. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great love and mercy. We thank you for our audience and every member in it, everyone who's listening to these words. We pray for them. Then they would have a blessed holiday season, Christmas season. And Lord... Guide this ministry in ways that honor and glorify you and lead us every step of the way. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Well, everyone, we hope that uh, some of you will join us for our Christmas Eve service. Uh, I mean, that would be such a huge blessing to us um, just to have more people pack in and and just share. It saves on heat, too. Yeah, Yeah, I get 75 (laughs) people in that sanctuary. It's really nice and warm. There you go. Yeah, I know. We don't have that white Christmas, but... Well, we don't yet, no. We don't yet. Yeah, I guess if I say that enough times, it'll probably end up happening, won't it? Yeah, probably have a blizzard. Yeah. All right, but... It's Iowa. If you don't like the weather, just wait long enough. It'll change. Yes, that's true. Well, everyone, (laughs) we hope you guys have a really great Christmas. Um, We'll see you guys Thursday after Christmas here. And um, just focus on Jesus leading up into this 
Amen. We're getting so close and just, you know, don't try not to get overwhelmed. You know, focus on the goodness of God that... Uh, and the reason for the season. Yeah, let it be a blessing, right? So uh, until then, we will see you all next week. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.